Hello everybody and welcome back from the international break. We hope you've enjoyed the report card series reviewing all teams from game week 1 to 8 and we kick off our shot by shot analysis with the conclusive victory Arsenal had over Spurs in the North London derby. In this episode, we look at what Arsenal's exemplary attacking system continues to do while seeing how Spurs cope prior to Emerson Royale's red card. The more you watch Arsenal, the more you realise how deliberate the movements of Granit Zaka and Gabriel Martinelli are. With Zinchenko back on the left side, the onus now is on the trio to generate space themselves either by cramming themselves together into an extremely narrow trio or stretching the space on that left side simply because Emerson Royale alone does not defend that flank well enough alongside Romero. So the plan was simple, being extremely wide when they had the ball and being extremely narrow when they did not. Zinchenko set himself a boundary which was the edge of the penalty area that he did not enter. He barely went down the byline while Martinelli actually stood by the byline, allowing Granit Zaka to bomb into the box through that left half space whenever he liked. More interesting was what happened when Arsenal had the ball on the right side because the aforementioned trio made runs that were in the same area but with very different directions. The way you view Arsenal's runs is that you watch for the cross to come in from the right side and then you see where Arsenal's players end up. Gabriel Martinelli would usually be dead on the penalty spot. Granit Zaka is either back post, sometimes he actually ventures all the way to the right side, while Zinchenko actually holds his width similar to when they have the ball, just outside the penalty area in order to prevent counter-attacks. Now, despite the productivity of the left side, the heroes of the side, the heroes of the day, were that right-hand side of Ben White and Bukayo Saka. Now, there's no need to talk too much about Bukayo Saka's scintillating form. It's been mentioned a couple of weeks now. But Ben White's overlapping runs have to be talked about because he is finally playing like a conventional right-back. The assist for Thomas Party was from deep, but he did hit the byline on a couple of occasions and even set up Gabriel Jesus for a decent shot in the 53rd minute. So the question comes down to whether Arsenal actually want to continue this approach because the crosses do find Jesus at the near post and they actually can reach Martinelli and Granit Xhaka on the far post. The last thing of note here is that with Party back inside, Odegaard's role was to play essentially as a second striker to Gabriel Jesus because of how much Jesus roams out of position. Jesus can drop deep into the half spaces or pull wide and it is Odegaard's job in this particular game to fill in Jesus' space so that Spurs centre-backs remain occupied. Now, Odegaard didn't create too much for himself. He had a couple of chances on the counter, a couple of shots from range, but he is also in the same positions as Gabriel Martinelli when Arsenal play the ball up through the centre. Spurs. Away from home, it wasn't surprising that they lost the North London derby here because they've traditionally favoured the home side. But more disappointing was that prior to Thomas Partey's goal, 
Spurs did not have an attempt on goal from open play. Now, I know the XG would argue otherwise, but Richarlison's 0.46 XG shot came from a free kick that was off a an offside header anyway. So, it just goes to show that Spurs really rely on individual player quality when they're away from home. Now, talking about Spurs' defense is as important as their offense because it determines the pattern that they break into when they win the ball back. Traditionally, Spurs can defend SA433, especially at home, with the wide forwards pressing extremely high onto fullbacks if necessary. Now, the centre back, the central midfielders do a similar job. And in this particular case, neither options pressed high on Arsenal's Thomas Party. Instead, they retreated into a 5-4-1 shell with Son, the two central midfielders, and Richarlison all in one line, one flat line across the midfield in order to make sure that Arsenal's wide options did not have space down the flanks while centrally they kept their shape. Now the straw that broke the camel's back for Spurs was the Jesus goal in the second half. We saw that 5-4-1 starting to disintegrate because Conde's intentional approach here was to keep things as is considering the scoreline at halftime and tweak things in the second half to be slightly more aggressive. In this case, the central midfielders were tasked to press Thomas Party because he was largely operating alone in defensive midfield while the wide forwards stayed conservative. It didn't help that Bukayo Saka basically created Jesus' goal by taking on Son and Perisic 1v2. But more importantly is that Spurs intentionally crowd the field out in one side in order to create space for somebody on the other. Personally, the clash of styles here is between the selection of the front three, albeit forced by Kulusevsky's injury, mismatches with the style of counter-attack Spurs want to play. The instance they won the penalty was Kane releasing Richarlison, Richarlison feeding it off to Son, and while Son lost the ball, Richarlison picked up the rebound and won the penalty himself. Son and Richarlison were essentially two strikers, but both demanded the ball so much that neither really showed off-the-ball movement to facilitate the other. So in conclusion, if Kulusevsky's injury persists, then this Kane-Son-Richarlison setup definitely needs more tweaking or at least some backup from the wingbacks. In conclusion, Arsenal's left side of Martinelli, Zaka and Jesus. I say Jesus himself, Zinchenko, because Jesus drifted so much to the left side that that triangle is so much more pronounced around the penalty area, continues to do well, to simply put. While the right side, well, Bukayo Saka is starting to come into his own with this cut-and-shoot style that has so little backswing that it just creates chaos on its own. Spurs need to reject their side considering the poor performance of the fullbacks, the wingbacks especially, and perhaps Royale's injury paves the way for Perisic and Cessna on the start again being a blessing in disguise. This is FPL teacher speaking who will excitedly bring about the 3-3 draw between Liverpool and Brighton up next.
くん。